morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Robert. How are you doing today? Well, good morning, LinkedIn, and good morning, Doreen. You know, Doreen, today I feel like I am the absolute best at what I do, and nobody can compare to me or beat me. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I got okay. you this morning. <laughs> I'm sure you are the best of you. I, I didn't expect that. <laughs> that big, that of Look, let, let yeah. me just say, look, let me just say this. Okay, for those of you who have not watched us before, and for those of you who do, each morning Doreen asks me how I'm doing, and I start off with some sort of either funny, comical, or snarky remark. And I've been waiting for the day that I could make her just laugh to where she was speechless. And today is that day. <laughs> today, today is the day. <laughs> that day happens today. And actually, today we are talking about bragging versus boasting. So that's why Rob this morning is saying, hi, everyone, from, you know, this high-level perspective of being the best in the world at what he does. But, like, honestly speaking, he's one of the best at what he does. So listen, it's legitimate here. <laughs> so uh, welcome to Good Morning LinkedIn. As usual, use the chat section, leave your comment, ask your questions, share your experiences because we learn so much from you and we love when you take part in those conversations. And so as oh. I said today, yes, yes, sir. One thing. For some reason, recently on the mobile devices, LinkedIn has not allowed us to leave comments on live shows for some oh. people, me and quite a few others. And so we we might have people listening on a mobile looking for the comments. And it's not you, my friends. It's Linky. Linky is a finicky character. She is very finicky. So it's not yeah. you, my friends. Yes. So if you have uh, another device, uh, laptop, uh, desktop computer and that you have the option to watch us there then join us over there so you can you know contribute and participate in the conversation so a recent studies actually uh, came out talking about bragging self-promotion and you know those terms can be icky uh, some people uh, for some people that can be cringing when they they hear it but listen <laughs> we are in the world of social media and personal branding. So if you don't promote yourself, no one else will. But the thing, though, it's important for you to do it the smart way and to do it strategically so you don't come across as bragging because it can either help you advance your career, grow your business, or it can really make you look bad. So. Tell us a little bit more about it, Rob. So basically, don't do what I just did a few minutes ago. That would be bad. But, you know, my, so my grandfather, he, he used to tell me, have you, Doreen, have you ever heard the old saying, sometimes you have to toot your own horn? Yes, sir. Okay. So my grandfather used to say, sometimes you have to toot your own horn. It needs to be loud enough to where people can hear it, but not too loud to where it's annoying. So how do you find the balance? That's the question then. That is the golden question. How do you find the balance? You know, I think that's what we're going to explore today. 
Yes, exactly. And we, we will be sharing practical tips as usual. So make sure that either you listen to us carefully or you take notes. So grab your pencil, notepad, or notebook because today really really if you can implement what we are going to share with you today i can tell us and we are quite sure that it will definitely change the way you talk about yourself the way you approach self-promotion and you know the open the, the the doors it can open for you so let's get started we, I said at the beginning, you have to be strategic when you brag about yourself, when you promote about yourself. And bragging in my vocabulary is not a, doesn't have a negative connotation, okay? But there is, a, there is some sensibility that it's important for you to understand. When you promote yourself as a leader and when you promote yourself as a coworker, and there is a difference here, and this is what we are going to talk about. So basically, when bosses brag about themselves, it can inspire the employees to put more effort into their own work, especially when they are looked up as role models, right? So basically bragging about their work, their accomplishments to their subordinates um, or to their employees, collaborators may, you know, inspire them and motivate them to take action towards the same direction or towards a common goal. However, it is entirely another story when we hear our peers at work brag their accomplishments, threaten our ego. Okay? Yeah. Because if they manage to achieve that success, why haven't we? That's the question here. When you hear your coworkers bragging about their work, their accomplishments, most people feel like it threatened threaten their ego when actually. There is a subtle way to do it, but let's 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 stop. Let's pause here and talk about it, Rob. Have you ever been triggered by one of your colleagues uh, showcasing his or her uh, work achievements? So let me tell you, I think I was triggered more so by the article. So listen, guys, we we read this article and it was fascinating. I said, Doreen, we got to talk about it because, like she just said, it said that when Employees hear their bosses brag that they might be inspired, but if they hear a coworker appear or one of their own subordinates brag, then it kind of repulses them. And so I'm reading this article and I'm thinking, well, that doesn't make any sense. No one does that. And then I thought to myself and I said, okay, let's think about this. Have you ever done that, Robert? And I'm sitting here thinking, and I couldn't think of a time when I've done that. But, you know, logically, I'm betting I have. I'm betting just as a human that I have done it. And for some reason, I'm trying to block it because I don't want to seem like a bad person. But I'm sure I've had a peer say I've gotten promoted and I've been like, oh, that should have been me. Hmm. But then I've heard my boss say something about, you know, we just completed this project and it was great. And I said, yay, we completed a project. So. What I want to know is from our audience, have you ever been in a situation where you've heard a superior brag and you've been thinking, great, yay, and then your fellow coworker has bragged about something and you thought, oh, forget you. Have you ever been in that situation? What about you, Doreen? 
I don't know. What I know though is I have I have been I have felt frustrated seeing people less, less experienced and less competent than me getting the the roles I was working so hard for. And mm-hmm. actually this is this was one of the turning points in my life and in my career when I realized that hard work doesn't pay off. This is a lie that we have been told. It's important to have a hard work ethic indeed. But what's the point of being a best kept secret, right? And so I realized that it's not the best that uh, the best at something that get promoted. It is the most known at something who get the promotion, right? So how do you promote yourself? How do you stand out from the crowd in a competitive environment? And uh, this is when I realized that I needed to brag about myself, but I needed to do it in a way that is smart and efficient, right? And so my career took a, like a turn and I went from working my head down in my corner, like harder than everyone else to promoting myself better, not more, but better than anyone else. And then, you know, uh, my my career just exploded. So there is a a real, uh, uh, um, there is tangible, there is a tangible result to promoting yourself the right way to make yourself visible the, the right way. So, you know, it, it, it definitely is about some self-promotion, but why do you think we tend to praise people differently for their self-promotion? You know why? Because when it's a mo- someone above us, or let's say a leader in the company, we as we as most of us, not all of us, but most of us aspire to grow and to advance our career. So when we are looking at people who are in the positions that we are aiming for, hearing them telling their stories and, you know, how they they became successful and how, you know, uh, they are contributing to the organization, to the success of the organization, how they are making an impact ultimately, right? Because it's about making an impact. I feel like we are inspired because, yes, this is what I want to do. This is who I want to become. This is the impact I aspire to make, right? So you project yourself. As opposed to your peers, basically, we are all on the same level. So technically, we are doing the same thing. So why would you brag about yourself? Because I'm doing what you are doing. I'm probably doing it better than you, but I don't talk about it. Yeah, that makes sense because when we hear our bosses, it kind of gives us a roadmap to success. And so we want to hear it because we want to try and follow that roadmap and achieve the things that they've achieved. So maybe that's why we praise things differently. But I do think there's definitely some benefits to self-promotion. So now I know somebody that wrote a really good book about self-promotion. So if you can... Tell us, what are some of the benefits to self-promotion? And we have shared a couple of them already. But increasing your visibility and recognition. And I'm going to say something to you, Rob, and to our audience that is quite simple, but quite true. Best known is better than best. Mm. I repeat, best known 
is better than best. So that's why I wrote the book Stand Up From The Crowd so you can better promote yourself in a way that is genuine, in a way that is authentic, in a way that is manageable, real, and in a way that can get you high return on effort. And this is a step-by-step -step guide that I have written to guide you in the process on better promoting yourself. So just you can just scan the QR code right here and you will learn more about the book. So benefits, one of the top three benefits to self-promotion is increased visibility and recognition. Self-promotion helps ensure that your accomplishment, your skills, and contributions are noticed by the right people within your organization, okay? It's not about being known by everyone. It's not about becoming an influencer followed by thousands of people, no. It's about positioning yourself strategically so the right people know what you are good at, how you are good at it, and the potential that you can bring to the table, right? So it's about being noticed by the right people within your organization, and it's about positioning yourself so they understand, providing them enough information so they understand quickly who you are and why they should be collaborating with you, right? So when you proactively share your achievements, you enhance your visibility and increase your likelihood of being recognized for your hard work. Again, hard work is important, but hard work, hard work alone doesn't pay off. You need to make your hard work speak for itself. Otherwise, no one will know. You know, what, what's interesting is a lot of times it's hard to brag on ourselves because we view it as a bad thing. And, and I tell you, I, I kind of let that go uh, within the last few years. And, and it's very interesting. So Doreen and I were talking before the show. I just came in last night from Denver, Colorado. I got in at midnight. Whew, so I'm still tired. But I did a keynote speech at a conference. And what was really interesting was after the speech, I was walking around and I was talking to some of the vendors. And one of them asked, well, what is it that you do when you're not talking to people and doing these speeches? And I started talking about the different podcasts that I'm on and the different things that I have. So by trade, I'm a trainer, but I'm also a public speaker and I'm an author and I'm a podcast host. And so when I started talking about all of those things with those people, they said to me, you've got a podcast? I said, no, I've got three. <laughs> and so they pulled them up immediately and they said, listen, we want to talk possibly about sponsoring your podcast so i don't have a sponsor yet but they want to talk about it all because i was willing to brag about having a podcast and i say brag in a good way because i didn't say i've got the best podcast in the world i just said hey i have three podcasts here's what two of them are about here's what the other one is about and they said wow this fits our need so sometimes you have to just have the courage enough to speak up about what it is that you've accomplished. For example, this podcast, we're on episode number 77. Did you know that most podcasts die after episode three? Now, my other one of my other podcasts, we're on episode uh, 118. Wow. Again, most podcasts die after episode three. 
my third podcast, we are on episode, oh God, I think 45, I think. I can't remember, but it's something like that. So you have to talk about what it is that you do in your accomplishments. You know, and I'm going to share with you another example talking about podcasts. And this is a strategy. I'm sharing my strategy with you guys. Um, so again, I decided that by the end of the year, I want to increase the visibility of my podcast, right? Stand up from the crowd, another podcast that I have. And so I targeted a list of uh, a thousand people. Okay. So yes, it takes time. Hard work doesn't pay off. So you have to make itself visible. But listen, a thousand emails, a thousand people. I got a thousand emails and I have prepared a pitch to present my podcast, to introduce my podcast to them and tell them how they can support the podcast. Nothing monetary wise for now. Okay. Because this is not my goal. The money will come. As Rob said, you know, you talk about yourself, you talk about what you do, you, you present, you know, the, your work and then the money will come automatically i can guarantee you that and so i have purposefully targeted a thousand people that i will send my pitch deck on about the podcast how they can help spread the word about the podcast so i will make the podcast known but i will make myself known because there is a link to my linkedin profile as well to those people that i want them to know me <laughs> right so again this is when we are talking about increasing your visibility and recognition for your hard work is about being able to talk about your work, to present your work in a way that is compelling and to make it visible, put it in front of the right people, okay? And again, if you don't know how to do it, where to get started and what you should do next, I write the step, I wrote the step-by-step -step guide, stand out from the crowd for you to know what, to, what should be your first step, your second step, step, your third step, so you make yourself visible. Now, let's move into the second uh, most um, benefits, uh, most beneficial uh, way results to promote yourself. Career advancement opportunities. People can't promote you if they don't know you. And so by effectively promoting your achievements and showcasing your skills, you position yourself as a valuable asset to your organization. And then you know what happens? This leads to more significant opportunities such as promotions, raises, project leaderships, and even new job offers. So decision makers are more likely to consider you for roles when they are aware of your capabilities. So if you're sitting there quietly doing the work and thinking that everybody just knows how much you contribute, they don't. You have to tell them. They don't. Exactly. People don't know you. Don't assume that they know you and that they will come to you with opportunities if you don't promote yourself, which is the perfect transition for the third point, actually, which is building a strong professional brand. And you hear people everywhere on social media and on LinkedIn, especially talking about personal brand, build your personal brand, do this and do that. But the question I'm asking you, once you have built your personal brand, do you know how to leverage it? And I believe this is the missing part here. And so uh, actively self-promoting your successes allows you to craft a strong personal brand and professional brand. Let me tell you something. When you enter 
when you turn on your camera uh, for a Zoom meeting, when you enter your office, when you attend a conference, by default, you already have a brand, right? That brand is the opinion that people have forged about you based on what they see or what they know about you, okay? And now you have two options. Either you let them think and believe whatever they want based on the very little they know about you, or you take the control of your own narrative and purposefully and strategically communicate about, you know, uh, professional achievements, uh, personal skills, uh, you know, interpersonal skills that you may have. So people forge an opinion about you that reflects who you are as a professional. And most importantly, uh, they have an opinion about you that reflects your full potential. Yeah. And that's what self-promoting and building a professional brand is about. Now, I'll tell you something really interesting about building a strong professional brand. For those who know me, I go by that audit guy because I do auditing. And because I've branded myself as such, interesting things start to happen. So I'll tell you, last week, I had a meeting with someone who uh, is in a prominent position in a multi-billion dollar organization. And that person reached out to me and said, I think we might want to work with you and I just want to talk to you. And so we're sitting down at lunch talking and the first thing she says to me is, that audit guy, I love that branding. I said, whoa. So you found me because of my personal brand as being that audit guy. Now, I also said that I just came back. So, so now I'm trying to win this client over, long story short. But this client found me because of my personal brand. I didn't have to go out and, you know, knock on doors, make phone calls, send emails that will probably go to nowhere. Now, I also said that I just came back from Denver, Colorado, where I did a keynote speech at a conference yesterday. Oh, no, I did the keynote speech on uh, Thursday. But I stayed to the conference on Friday as well. So yesterday I was sitting down and I was talking to some people at a table and some guy was talking to me and we were talking about auditing and things like that. And he just stopped and he said, wait, you're that audit guy. And I said, yeah, I am. He said, I recognize your voice. So apparently he listens to one of my podcasts, but he had never paid attention to, I guess, the picture that's all over the <laughs> podcast. But but <laughs> he was just like, I love your work. But again, it's because strong personal brand and putting yourself out there. I have three podcasts. This one right here with Doreen, one called the Friday Froster, where on Fridays we talk about fraud cases that are in the news and one called audit bites, where I just help auditors learn how to be awesome. Not many people put themselves out there like that. You open yourself up to scrutiny, to good feedback, to bad feedback, but you have to put yourself out there. You know, I have a very similar story. And actually, this is when I realized that there is still a difference Rob, between personal and professional brand. I would say your professional brand is that audit guy. Your personal True. brand is Rob Berry. And I realized that when I realized actually that people, they would recognize me as the smart woman. And so I would go to events. I would walk on the street. Uh, and, you know, people would reach out to me and say, hey, you are the smart woman. Hey, the smart woman. But that's, at some point, I realized that people knew me as the smart woman 
but nobody knew me as Doreen, right? So this is why I decided to put uh, a little bit more effort into building my personal brand as Doreen because Doreen, yes, indeed, is the smart woman. And so if you have been uh, following us and watching us, uh, you know that he's that audit guy and that I am the smart woman, right? So very similar branding, I want to say, somehow. But then uh, if you follow me uh, regularly on LinkedIn or on social media, you see the rain, right? So the rain is when I share my stories, when I share my setbacks, the lessons learned, how I feel, this is the rain. When I share, when I showcase my professional expertise, I am the smart woman, okay? So those are the things, the, the, the nuances that are important to understand, but ultimately what you need to know and what you need to do is to promote yourself effectively. And so I would like to welcome our auditors, our auditors here, see? <laughs> our listeners here. So let me read your name, Elena. Elena, hello, says, I totally agree with you. Uh, Juma is here. This is very true. Tell them equals good visibility. Um, Rob, 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 you are crazy prolific with that content. Yeah, Rob is everywhere. Like, if you want to look at what it means, like putting content regularly out there, you should follow follow Rob on 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 LinkedIn definitely. Okay, so now that we have shared the top three benefits of self-promotion, let's get into understanding how the affective and emotional impact that you have on people can impact the way they perceive you when you promote yourself. Does it make sense? It does? Yes, sir. Makes sense to me because we're not just going to say what we think and feel. There was actually a Fortune magazine article where they ran nine studies involving about 2,600 participants from the U.S., the U.K., and Singapore. And in some of the studies, they asked the participants to describe like real-life instances where they had witnessed self-promotion at work. And then in other instances, there were studies where they asked them to consider how they felt in various hypothetical situations. So like, for example, in one of the studies, participants watched like a 20 second video and uh, in which a colleague explained how she had been selected to lead a project. And then they asked them, how did they feel about that? Now across, across the studies, subordinates reported feeling hopeful and inspired whenever a superior engaged in self-promotion. However, this is where it gets funny now, when their own peers or their own subordinates bragged in the exact same way, they had no such aspirational effect. So in this case, self-promoters were perceived as arrogant when it was a peer or a subordinate, but it was deemed to be worthy to listen to when it was someone that was a superior in the workplace. Now, that was the shocking part for me. That was just an eye opener. Yeah. And so what, what can we do? You know, how can you brag better and stand out from the crowd as an inspiring leader, right? No matter what your title is, no matter what your position is, once again, leadership is not about the title or the position within the organization, it's about the impact that you have on people. So you can 
be a leader among your co-workers, right? Because you inspire them, because you motivate them. It doesn't have anything to do, in my opinion, with your uh, title within the organization. And so we have created three specific and strategic ways that you can leverage in order to promote yourself and stand out from the crowd as an inspiring leaders in your workplace, in your industry. And so uh, the first one is to uh, motivating individuals to strive for the version of themselves they envision in the future. What do we mean by that? Oh, now see, this is a good one because in order for bragging to boost motivation, the role model must be somebody that's admired and respected by the observer. So it's critical that those in that those higher in the hierarchy, when they talk about success, that the people that they're talking to can imagine themselves achieving the same success. Now, in one of the fortune studies, the self-promoter said that he had landed a prize job because he had spent his childhood in Japan. You know, now that's a condition that is kind of impossible for most of us to replicate. Yeah. Therefore, the people he was talking to, they felt less inspired by him. So it has to be something relatable. They have to be able to relate to your accomplishment and your achievement. Exactly, which brings us actually to the second point. Uh, um, it has to be relatable to their personal life, as Rob said, so it can motivate people, right? But it has also to be relatable to their professional, uh, to the professional experience or the people you are bragging to, you are uh, self-promoting to. For example, uh, during one of those studies uh, uh, conducted by Fortune, participants were left uninspired when the self-promoter bragged about adding a new Rolex watch to his collection. Although the collection of expensive watches implied material success, it was irrelevant to the observers when it came to furthering their own goals, right? And I would like to share a story here. I gave, uh, I was speaking on a panel uh, on Wednesday, and it was organized by one of the universities here in Toronto, and we were speaking to new graduate students. And um, I shared that story of me. Uh, once I graduated, you know, uh, and I was trained to become a Canadian diplomat, obviously that did not happen. <laughs> but what happened is after I graduated with this master's degree in international relations and political science, all the yaddy yaddy, I found myself cleaning offices. I was a janitor for a couple of months after I graduated. And so I shared that stories with the students because especially those students were immigrant, uh, immigrant people who went back to university to get a Canadian degree so they could enter the Canadian workforce. And I shared that story because I know by sharing that story, I would speak to their heart. I was I didn't go there talking about how successful I am and the key milestone and all of this. I could have done that. And I do that depending on who is in the audience, right? And here is the thing. When we talk about making your self-promotion exercise relatable, you have to adjust and to adapt it to your audience, right? To the people you are talking to. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And so I knew that by telling that story of me being a janitor right after I graduated the master's degree, I would speak to their heart. And guess what? After, right after the, the panel conversation, there was a lineup, not for the other panelists, but for me, a lineup of yeah. people wanting to thank me. They were thanking me. And some of them, they were telling me, you know, this is what I'm doing now. I'm cleaning offices. And I was like, you know, listen, it's okay because this is what I did to succeed. If I did it, you can do it too. So I was showcasing my professional success, quote unquote, through sharing a personal story that I knew was relatable to the audience. I could have said, hey, I have now I buy myself Chanel bags, you know, whenever I want. Like, and, and so what? To that audience, that wouldn't have mean anything. Yeah. Hey, but wait, Doreen, did you see my Rolex? <laughs> <laughs> I no. keep mine in the drawer. <laughs> <laughs> I call it my Folex, right? My fake Rolex. No, I'm just kidding. But I... <laughs> Oh, Dan, so before we, we get into our last point today, let's welcome Dan to the show. Hello, hello. Uh, Darina, no, you are welcome. No matter what time you're joining us, you are welcome. So Dan is one of our regular. And actually, for those of you watching us for the first time or for our regular folks, feel free to share this with your network because we have noticed that LinkedIn is playing us. <laughs> Lately, LinkedIn has made it more difficult for us to uh, spread the word uh, about uh, our podcast, especially when we create the, announce the announcement post. So please, if you have been following us for quite some time, feel free to share it with your, your network, even via DMs. So at least, you know, we can ensure that all of you can see it on time so you can join the conversation because we know you love like sharing your gems and your crazy life experiences with us too. Now, Elena has some really nice words for you. She says, thanks a lot. Doreen helps me adapt and find myself in a new country. I appreciate it. I am from Canada Employment Forum on Wednesday. So See you. wherever you were on Wednesday at the Canada Employment Forum, Doreen, you made an impact. And thank you. Thank you, Elena. I see you. I see your, your, your profile picture here and I recognize you. And I remember you were one of those um, who, who I, I talked to uh, after the, the, the panel conversation. So thank you for being here today. And thank you for sharing those kind words with us uh, and with me. So now let's move on to our uh, last point which is use emotional intelligence. I know this is a topic you love to talk about, Rob. Me? <laughs> Look, it, realistically though, it's, it's all about knowing your audience, reading people, understanding what motivates them. If we don't do that, then who are we? Then we're just some selfish individuals running around and talking about yourself for the sake of talking about yourself, if there is no intention to inspire and motivate the people you are you are talking to, you are sharing your accomplishment to, then what's the point? 
Yeah. Well, and realistically, too, when we share our journeys with people, it does create an emotional connection. People hear our stories and they feel like, oh, my goodness, this person has experienced the same thing that I have. And especially if you've gotten over the hump, then they believe that they can get over the hump, too. So you become aspirational and inspirational. Like There are a lot of people that I really just admire for the things that they do and say Juma was just on here. I so admire Juma. Juma has built a business where he's extremely consistent. He's um, he helps us through his content. But yet at the same time, he talks about what's important to him and that's spending personal time with his friends and family. And so he makes it a point to balance that. And I, I really don't know how he does it because it seems like he's everywhere. But I admire that. Doreen, the smart woman teaching people about visibility. I admire you, Doreen. And you know that I always have. I mean, remember when I first started another podcast, I asked you, I said, you got to be a guest on it. And so Doreen was a guest on one of my podcasts. What was that? Two years ago now? Time flies. Yeah. I would say two years ago already. Yes. Yeah, It was like two years ago. So I think when people have relatable stories, you develop an emotional connection with them because you like to root for other people and you like yeah. to also hope that you can overcome. Cause the one thing, one, one big thing about you, Doreen was your story about when you came to Canada from France, yeah. you didn't have much, but you, you had, you had heart, you had drive, you had desire to succeed. I appreciate that in people. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, it's true when I shared that story, as you know, that story went viral because, you know, talking about the hardship when wanting to build a better life for yourself and, you know, trying to build uh, uh, something new in a country that you know nothing about and that, you know, you know, nobody and, you know, not even speaking the language. I didn't speak English back in time. And, you know, so showcasing the the, the woman and the leader, the professional that I am today, the struggle like resonated with uh, most people. And that's why when building your personal brand, when building your professional brand, and when talking about yourself in general, it's not about showcasing how good and how amazing you are. It's about telling us how hard it is and what did you do to get to the point where you are today? Because people will find themselves and will find your story relatable if they feel like, yes, it was hard for her, it was hard for him, but also like this person implemented those steps. Maybe I can see if I can do the same things or how can I adjust, you know, the steps to my story so I can become successful too. And for those of you who might not know, and this is, again, I think this is about, you know, being grateful and thankful also today, Rob, he shares his story, you know, being this successful uh, uh, auditor guy and then, you know, COVID hit and the challenges he faced and how he decided to uh, get back on track and the ups and downs. He is a highly successful professional, but he also shares, you know, the ups and downs and what it took him to get to the level he is today and what he's doing <laughs> to, to get to the next level he's aiming for. So keep that in mind. When we do it, we do it in a way, at least Rob and I, I can speak for the two of us, to 
inspire you, to motivate you, to tell you, yes, it is difficult, but hey, if I did it, you can do it too. So yes, it is difficult, but it is doable. And this is how you are going to get people attention, build relationships, attract the right people, you know, because sometimes, I mean, that's another story, but also stay on top of people's minds. So when opportunity arise, they think of you and they come to you for business opportunities. You see the link? Absolutely. And you know, overall, this article really shocked me because if you're just joining us, we were talking about the fact that, well, apparently when a superior brags, we tend to like it. But when a peer or one of our subordinates brags, we tend to not like it. That was shocking for me. But overall, what I've learned from this article and from the research was to inspire our teams, we have to tell them about achievements that are in the realm of possibilities for them. You see, the success should be due to factors that are under the control of most people, such things like effort and hard work, because luck or just personal circumstances that can't be replicated. They won't appreciate hearing about that. The other thing is you have to include actionable steps to create a roadmap for how to achieve similar success. So it's essential that you don't brag about things that your subordinates or your friends and your family members could never do or achieve on their own, especially when there are obvious constraints like resources. That's when they don't like to hear you brag. But if it is somehow possible for them to achieve it and you provided them with a roadmap, it's kind of OK. Now, this is just based on research. And I think it was fascinating to read because I never thought about it like that before. Yeah, that was um, that was a first first for me as well. Another point may be that, you know, me by now that I will mention is that also the overall study uh, mentioned that. Uh, gender didn't have an impact, right? Usually we know that uh, when women tend to self-promote or brag about themselves, uh, it fires back on them because the social uh, expectations for a man and a woman are not the same in the workplace. But uh, surprisingly enough, uh, the study this time showed that the gender didn't have any uh, impact on the perception of the self-promoter but more his or her level within the organization uh, would definitely impact how uh, the self-promotion is perceived. So that was a wonderful article. Thank you, Rob, for bringing that, uh, uh, to, to sharing that with us and, you know, wanting us to do an episode about it. I hope it inspired you, motivated you to promote yourself and to brag about yourself. Again, if you don't know how to do it, where to get started, I encourage you to get yourself a copy of the book, Stand Out from the Crowd, where I have break, broke down step-by-step step the process to understand what you want to be known for, how to put words on it, how to do it, and how to promote yourself effectively, right? So you become the leader you were meant to be. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for watching. We appreciate you. And we will see you next week for another live episode of Good Morning LinkedIn. Bye-bye, everyone.
Peace out.